Hey friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to the Rooted Truth Podcast, where we look at the world through a biblical lens. We talk about real life, biblical truth, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow me on social at Jenny Meyer and at The Rooted Truth. Also, be sure to subscribe to the members-only, all-exclusive episodes on The Rooted Truth Podcast by going to www.therootedtruth.com. Now let's get started. Before we get started, I want to invite you to the next live virtual Bible study. We will start the Get Your Spiritual House in Order study on Wednesday, November 2nd. In this study, we are going to dive into the topics of walking the straight and narrow path, repentance, sanctification, staying in communion, restoration, and how to share Jesus with others. I think it is extremely important to have your spiritual house in order during the times that we are living in, so I would love for you to join us. Check out JennyMeyer.com slash Bible dash study. Hey everyone, welcome to part six of our Walking Through the Bible series. Today we are in the book of Leviticus, and let's just say that this book is a tough one to read. I'm sure many of you feel the same way if you have ever read Leviticus. It is the third book of the Bible and the third book that Moses wrote. It was written somewhere between 1445 and 1440 BC, assumed to be near Mount Sinai. If you remember from part five, we left off in Exodus when Moses led the Hebrews out of Egypt away from Pharaoh, God split the Red Sea and they were on their way to the promised land. Now throughout their time in the wilderness, the Hebrews were grumbling. They even built themselves an idol, that golden calf. As Moses then meets with God on Mount Sinai, he received the Ten Commandments and some of the other laws. The Hebrews then build the tabernacle that we see in the last chapter of Exodus following what what God instructed them to do. So they built this tabernacle and we are left off with God's glory cloud filling the tabernacle, which is such a cool picture. I, I just would love to see God's glory cloud and I truly believe that one day I will. Um, it has just been like a cry of my heart to see God's like this this cloud that these Israelites would follow in the wilderness. And um, it's just really cool to think about. So Leviticus picks up right where we left off, right? With God filling the tabernacle. God is speaking to Moses at the tabernacle, which is also known as the tent of meeting. So this book is a continuation of God speaking the laws, the instructions for priests, and general rules to live by. So he's speaking these to Moses. The Levitical laws were established to point the Hebrews back to God's law. So back to God and away from how they were living in Egypt with those pagan practices. It was to govern how they were to live overall, and it was to provide instruction on how they were to live a holy life by worshiping the one true God and how how God really wanted to be worshiped. So the name Leviticus is derived from the tribe of Levi, which was the tribe designated to serve as priests. So we see throughout this book, there's a lot of instructions to the priests. So kind of just a quick summary before I break down the the different um, chapters. 
First off, the tribe of Levi was chosen as the priest to the nation of Israel. The Israelites were then called to holiness and to obey the laws of God. Instructions were given on bodily cleanliness, sacrifices, and offering to gods. Then it goes into celebrations of feasts, so the Lord's feasts that are set It dives into the Sabbath, the year of Jubilee, and then wraps up with punishments to fit crimes of all different kinds. Um, They're laid out in detail in this. So we see in chapters one through seven, different types of offerings and sacrifices to the Lord. So how how does he want to be worshipped? How does he want um, to receive offerings and what sacrifices? Also, how to prepare them. In chapters 8 through 10, we see the consecration of Aaron and his sons. And so Aaron, as we know, was the brother of Moses, and he was the first priest. So that is where the tribe of Levi comes from. We see in chapter 10 the actual death of Aaron's two sons because they decided to add a sacrifice that was not commanded. Then moving on to chapter 11 through 18, we have moral laws and hygiene. We have cleanliness. Um, It talks about disease, atonement, and overall relations between people. In chapter 19 and 20, it dives into idolatry and even talks about human sacrifice and immoralities. And I'm not going to get a lot into that, but it's really important to know like, hey, the Bible does talk about human sacrifice. So we, if we see that going on in our world today, which I think a lot of us are, have been woken up to the fact of what is really happening at, at certain levels of elites and whatnot, this has been happening since uh, forever, right? This is the way that people worship Satan, the human sacrifice. God does not want that. So I just find it really interesting that it is in the Bible. Um, and it just, to me proves the Bible is true over and over. So moving on to chapter 21 through 26, we have more instructions regarding priestly duties and sacrifice. We have the Lord's Feast, um, which is in chapter 23. And if you were in the biblical feast study, you know how important those are. Um, I don't think that we necessarily have to follow them to a T as far as like a certain meal or whatever, but I think we should observe them. These are the Lord's days that he wants recognition for. Um, So the Lord's feasts are kind of listed out in chapter 23. We have holy days, and then it talks about the harvest. Then the Leviticus wraps up with vows to the Lord in chapter 27. So all throughout this book, we see the words of the Lord. In fact, 98% of Leviticus is the actual words of God, which is so cool. It is unlike any other book in the Bible. 98% of it is the actual words of God. He is speaking to his people. And the primary theme is holiness and atonement of God's people, right? They they were pulled out of Egypt, pulled away from these pagan practices. So he's like, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what you guys need to do. Stop worshiping what you did. Stop those practices of the Egyptians, right? This is how, what it looks like to worship me, your one true God, right? 
Everything in this book is considered the Mosaic or Levitical law. But what is super cool is that Hebrews 10 actually tells us that the Mosaic law was just a picture of what was to come. Hebrews 10.1 says, For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. So I'm not going to get in on this podcast, get into um, the topic of law versus grace or anything like that. But that was just a picture of what was to come with Jesus. Everything, everything in the Old Testament points to Jesus, if you can see it. So it's so, so beautiful. And many of the laws actually focus on how God's people, right? His his chosen people must be sanctified through living a holy lifestyle. And I mean, to break that down just a little bit, it goes on to say a holy people really only consume animals deemed fit by God, right? So the Torah lists out mammals and birds that are all unfit. The laws of ritual purity dictate that a person who comes in contact with corpses, unclean carcasses, or people um, that are emitting certain fluids must be cleansed through immersion and not offer a sacrifice. So it kind of breaks all this stuff down for those Israelites at that time. Now, again, I'm not going to get into the the law versus grace, but I think it is important to still know this, right? I think that we need to know God's word. And if God's word, this is 98% of this book is God's word. It's important to read it, even though it is a hard book to read. I will be honest, I skipped it for years, years. Um, But it is has great little tidbits in it too. Um, Just to name a few, chapter 8, verse 36, thus Aaron and his sons did all the things which the Lord had commanded through Moses. Chapter 17, verse 11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. Again, think about how that points to Jesus, right? Chapter 19, verse Verse four, do not turn to idols or make for yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. Chapter 26, verse 12, I will also walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. So there are great things throughout this book. And even though this is probably the most unread book of the Bible, it plays an important role in understanding the need for a savior as it literally all points, like I just said, to Jesus. It points out how impossible it is to be acceptable to God without the intervention of our own high priest, without the sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross for us. So I encourage you to read Leviticus, um, even if it is hard to read, even if it is boring, but you will find some great, great little tidbits in this book. So go read it. Let me know your thoughts. And also don't forget to grab the the free download at jennymeyer.com slash walking through the Bible. That is a free digital download. And I will be adding to it each and every episode that I do as we literally walk through the Bible together. Um, So next up after Leviticus is Numbers. And I actually like the book of Numbers and and Deuteronomy as well. Um, I enjoyed those ones. So I hope that you still hang with me, even though this has taken a while to get through. Um, But it's 
just a fun journey to be on. And I really hope you guys are enjoying it as well. So again, don't forget to go snag that download. I will put the link in the um, podcast description. So check that out. You can click that link, get a free download. Even if you've done it um, in the past from previous episodes, go grab it because it has the updated Leviticus section to it. Um, And it's just fun to kind of help help you work through the Bible as you read it because we know reading the Bible is what feeds us. It feeds us God's word. Um, It changes us. And I cannot emphasize that enough. Reading God's word will change you, will absolutely change you in ways that you can't even explain or describe. Um, So get in God's word, read it, take a look at Leviticus, and I will see you next time, you guys. Thanks so much. Bye.